Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday. It's October 18th. It is 5.30. This half hour, just for you guys, up early with us. We love that you're here with us. Thank you for listening. It's so good to have you here as we get things going here on a Wednesday. It's already been like a Monday for me, and it's just 530. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. What, what do you it? got? Let's get so, started. What do you got? So this morning, um, I, I wake up before my alarm because I have to go to the bathroom, and it's probably like a half hour before my alarm. And I was like, oh, do I just wait a half hour here in bed and not get up and, you know, risk not being able to fall back to sleep? I was like, no, I got to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom, get back in bed. So I hear my alarm go off and I hit snooze, which is typical. I usually will hit snooze a couple of times and I hit snooze. And the next thing I know, my husband's like rubbing my arm. And I thought, oh, maybe was I snoring or something? I go, what? He goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, why? He goes, look at the clock. I must have hit snooze like seven or eight times. I, I was like 40 minutes past my wake up time. I'm like... Oh my, well, I didn't say, oh my God, I said a really bad word and I get up and I'm like, ah, I have no time to do like my show stuff. There's just like flat out no time. Thankfully I did most of it last night. Mm -hmm. So I just go straight to getting dressed and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. Um, and then I was just like, this is, this is a perfect way to start my day. So that happened. And then I get here and I'm like, okay, I'm on time. I was actually a little early. I was like, okay, we we're good. But isn't that kind of funny too, how you wake up 40 minutes, some late than you normally do. And you get here early. I don't or, understand that how weird? that happened. Well, faster? it's because I didn't like go downstairs and do my normal yeah. routine, but still yeah. though, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. I was, um, and so something else bad happened. Now I'm spacing what it was. And then, um, just getting stuff ready for the show this morning to, uh, today we have two truths and a lie. And yesterday, Steph, you gave me my paper, and I put it down. I have no idea where I put it. <laughs> I have no idea where I put it. Did you look at it yet? Or no, I no had idea. not even looked at it. I, so I was like, oh, great. So um, I, I may just be, like, flipping a coin to decide if we're going to Why don't you do whatever you wanted to do? Because we don't, we don't compare notes. We don't, we don't, so we, the three of us, we don't know who has what. So we're kind of, like, trying to figure out, you know, if you, if you have the lie, you know, everyone else is telling the truth, but you're trying to figure out who's doing it. Why don't you just pick what you want to do? So it could be. 
a truth and two lies today. We could mix things up. Well, I was going to see if you guys each individually wanted to text me what you were doing, and then I promise I wouldn't tell. And that way, you still you two it's kind still of a game don't to know. Steph and I, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then I'll just pick the one the that's that's how. <laughs> but yeah, I remember you giving it to me, Steph, and I put it on the counter, and I'm like, what What did I do with it? It's and that, gone. That paper is so small and yeah. so tiny, and the way I fold it, it looks like trash. Yeah, so I, it could I be in the throw it away. I, oh, did they? It's so funny how we, we do things on the up and up here. So literally, it's every Tuesday after the show. Steph has this yellow like Tupperware bucket. She she walks in, <laughs> yep. and she mixes up who picks first because the odds are different. And she comes in, you pick out your thing, and I got my routine where I look at it right away, see what I have. I write it down on my little day planner, and then I tape it over here to the side of uh, the side of the control panel here so I, so I don't lose it. Oh, that was smart. Yeah, I just was like, okay, enough already. What is uh, This is a Wednesday, not a Monday. So that's how I'm uh, doing this morning. How are you doing? <laughs> What's well, so funny, it's the Mercedes in the morning effect. Stuff like happens to us like kind of like the same thing. My oversleeping was with a nap I did uh, Tuesday afternoon. I, it was like 11, uh, it was 1147. And I knew I'm like, I can give myself a 13 minute nap. I want to get up at noon at a one o'clock thing I had to get to. And if I get up at noon, it'll give me some time to get a couple other things done. I can leave the house at 1230 and be golden on time. So I set my alarm, put it on airplane mode. Like I want no calls, no distractions for the next 13 minutes, fall asleep on the couch. And it was one of those things where I wake up and sometimes if I'm doing a 13 minute nap, I might wake up five minutes in. You feel like it's been a five minute nap and I wake up and I'm like, oh man. This is the alarm isn't going off. That's this has been like a nice solid thirteen minute sleep. And then my mind I'm thinking, this is way longer than thirteen minutes. This feels odd. And I look at my phone, it was twelve twenty five. Oh no. I set the alarm for one AM, not one PM. Oh. I'm like, ah still had time to get up and got to my appointment in time. But it was the same thing, whereas like I got up and I I didn't have that time to spare. I just got up, took the dogs out, freshened up and boom, left the house and went and made it there in time. But it's that when you wake up and like this the timing doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel like a thirteen minute nap. This feels a little bit longer, and I, it was. I, I see. I wouldn't have even noticed. Like I would have been like, "This is the greatest thirteen <laughs> minutes ever." The it alarm just, isn't going off. So good. I can still sleep, and the alarm's not off. Oh, <sighs> Two hours later. So that's funny. It happened to you today. It happened to me yesterday. It afternoon. Must mean we're sleep deprived. I mean, I know for a fact I am completely sleep deprived right now. Like I'm running on empty. It's so it's so funny. I just I, I feel like a zombie walking around. <laughs> oh. I know. <laughs> so be prepared for your zombie morning show this morning, guys. Zombies in the morning. If you're uh, if you're feeling tired, we're with you. We got you. Let's get through it together. Um, and let's start the show right now. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear What's My Name by Snoop Dogg? Because I'm Snoop Doggy, Doggy, Doggy. to hear your woman by white town or do you want to hear suddenly i see by kt tunstall Get your votes in right now. You can do that a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, or you can text or call us right now at 702-364-9400. We will count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
Show this morning on the way next. Do you have a weird snack that you love? It's just kind of weird. I told someone I love to snack on this thing, which is a normal snack, but then they told me I'm completely missing out by not mixing it with this item. Wait until you hear what it is. We'll talk about it coming up next. But first, the votes are in. And what's my name by Snoop Dogg is the pre show you pick up. You choose the music. You pick it, we play it. It's Mercedes in the Morning. Pre-show you pick them. I love popcorn. Popcorn is like my snack. I I, I cannot resist it. Seriously, at the movies, I have to get popcorn. Um, I've even thought about going to the movie theater and getting popcorn just to take it home as a snack, not even to see a movie. Like, that's that's my go-to snack, always. And popcorn, movie theater popcorn is, if you rank them, it's like movie theater popcorn. And what's, what's like your favorite store-bought well, popcorn? I, well, I usually eat the, not the skinny pop. I, I do like the skinny pop. What's the, the one? Smart. Smart pop. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. th- that's the one that I always have at home. But I love popcorn. And I was talking to my friend about that the other day and would just... Like we were talking about go to snacks and I, I made that comment and they were like, oh, you know, do you just have it plain? And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, sometimes I get the white cheddar one, but for the most part, yeah, I do have a plain. And they said, you know, you haven't had good popcorn unless you put and then they said two ingredients on it. And I was like, huh? I've heard of putting M&M's in your popcorn, especially if it's the movie theater popcorn and it melts them a little bit. It gets like kind of chocolatey. Although that seems like really messy. I don't know. They said you haven't had good popcorn unless you've topped it with hot sauce and ranch. Hot sauce and ranch. So we talk about messy. So you have, you have hot yeah. sauce on top of it, ranch on top of it, we put it in a bowl and, and mix it up. That's, that seems very sloppy to eat, though. It does seem sloppy to eat. Maybe um, maybe he used a spoon or fork. I'm not sure. But I, I love hot sauce. I love ranch. I don't know if I would like them mixed together, put on my popcorn. That seems like... A very interesting combo. I could be completely off on it. Maybe it is the greatest thing ever. But do you have a a weird snack where you're thinking, okay, hear me out. It sounds weird, but it's delicious. And what is that weird snack? 702-364-9400. I'm tempted to try it at least once because she was going off on just how incredible it is. And I'm I'm intrigued, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. It sounds very messy. Well, it depends how you eat it because your her recommendation is kind of similar to what I do at least once a week, maybe twice a week. So I get I get I get a wrap. It's like a, it's a California wrap. It's like chicken. There's it's very plain. It's chicken, tomato, lettuce, and I think there's bacon in there. Uh, but I say hold the sauce, and then I get sweet potato fries. And then what I do is I get three scoops of mayonnaise in a bowl. One two, three, and then I take the hot sauce that we have, dump the hot sauce in there, a lot of hot sauce, mix it up really good to the point where it's now like pink, the coloring, because there's so much hot sauce in there, and I'll dip the wrap in there, and I'll dip the sweet potato fries in there, and it is so good. I'm not touching with my fingers, just dip, it becomes a dip for me, and it is absolutely delicious. Probably pretty fattening with all that mayo, but it is so good. So I'm thinking if you do that with your ranch, 
Yeah, but I don't know, it's dip, the dip. same effect. Yeah, but dip, same effect. Dip the uh, different the ranch though, different little little kick to it. There's though. a little bit of seasoning. Kick yeah, there. yeah. I, I would never do it with mayo. I just I, oh, that so just good. sounds terrible oh. to me. <laughs> and the thing is that when I'm done, Mercedes, the bowl is empty. So I'm doing three scoops of mayonnaise when I do oh, this wrap once a week. Man, oh. that's just oh my arteries. <laughs> uh, let's talk to Joe. Hey Joe, what is your very odd snack? Good morning, guys. Salami and Oreo cookie sandwiches on white bread. Wait, what? <laughs> Did you say salami? The ultimate sweet and sp- a sweet and salty combination. I, you put okay, so you take white bread, then you put the Oreo. And do you open the Oreo and put the salami in the Oreo? Like, what, how does this work? No, you put you take your pieces of white bread, put four slices of salami, four Oreo cookies, and cover it. Oh my gosh, I never would have thought of this combination. But that's the thing, though, Joe, you had to think of this at one point. (laughs) When was the first time you thought of this? Were you eating salami and had Oreos for dessert? Like, why not just combine the two? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you guys are so innovative. I'm really impressed. Joe, thank you for calling. It's What's hilarious is he's not the only one with a salami hack. Steph, you have a salami <laughs> a salami snack that you like? I do, but Joe's is a little bit more intricate. It, mine is just hot Cheetos and salami. I'll get a piece of salami, get a hot Cheeto chip, put it in the middle of the salami, roll it up, and boom, yum. And it's also good with cream cheese. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Try it! Try it Tuesday! Yeah, yes. maybe! Steph's pigs in a blanket. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1940. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's 6 o'clock. It is Wednesday, October 18th. Thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. So good to have you with us. 1940. We are on show number 1940. That means we get a fun fact or a few fun facts from the year 1940. Entering the 40s, one of the most popular songs in 1940 was this song. When you wish upon a star, no when you wish upon a star, one of the most popular songs of 1940. That also was the year, coincidentally, that a 40-hour working week went into effect by amending the Fair Labor Standards Acts. That's where we when we got the 40-hour work week. What was it prior? Less than 40 hours? I think it was actually more it than wasn't that. More, okay. so was, that's why it was Fair Labor Standards. Good move in 1940. Yeah. We applaud you. Um, Hattie McDaniel became the first African-American to win an Academy Award in 1940. And here, this is very interesting. Uh, along with that, that, that was the 12th Annual Academy Awards. They took place. On February 29th, it was a leap year, 1940, at the Coconut Grove at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. And the ceremony had Bob Hope as the host. That was his first time hosting the Oscars. Bob Hope, legend with all his USO tours, his specials. Okay. So yeah. With the emergence of Bob Hope back in 1940. The Sturgis Motorcycle Rally was held for the first time in Sturgis, South Dakota in 1940. Uh, Frank Mars and Bruce Murray manufactured a candy-coated chocolate in six different colors, red, green, yellow, brown, and violet, which we now know as M&M's. But the violet, they changed it in 1949 to tan. Okay. Yeah. This is, is, 1940s, a big M&M's? We had Disney's on the charts? This is big. Yeah, and then um, cheese. The When you smile, you say cheese, right? Mm-hmm. People started saying cheese when smiling for the camera in 1940. 
because um, they wanted it. They wanted to show teeth. They wanted to look happy. In the earliest days of photography, there was another word that they said because they did not want you to smile in photos. Do you know what that word was? Mm-hmm. Prunes. Prunes. If you Everyone do say prunes. Prunes. You go to photos prior to, I guess, 1940 when people started smiling. Everyone looks miserable. Like, everyone looks miserable because no one is smiling. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to start saying prunes. <laughs> prunes. <laughs> Seriously, everyone has a stone face. Okay, I, maybe was it, was it that hard? I mean, I'm sure they're having a wonderful day. They're getting their picture taken. No one smiles. They look miserable. I know. They do look miserable. <laughs> I, I just thought it was the time, but they were all saying prunes. <laughs> they're so happy. Life is grand. Time to take a picture. <laughs> this last one, really quick. I, I just thought this is crazy. Uh, London's Richmond Golf Club, they did not stop play when the Nazis were bombing them in 1940. They just adjusted the golf game rules. So they added this rule. A player whose stroke is affected by the simultaneous explosion of a bomb may play another ball from the same place. Penalty, one stroke. So it was only a one-stroke penalty if you redid it after getting bombed, bombed by the Nazis. Sorry, I'm out. I don't care how good of a golfer yeah, I am. I, I'm not playing golf right now. No, you guys have fun. I'm out. Uh, other things to worry about. All right, coming up here, I love the fact of the day that you give us. And the text I'm giving line, a lot. I'm sorry. I, no. just, I get that there's so many interesting ones. The thing is that the text line blows up. So many people love this thing. We have people legitimately getting in their cars earlier just so they can enjoy this without being rushed on their way to work. When we catch up on the dates, I'm going to start doing fun facts of the future. So I'll say on this day in 2069 this is going to happen and and we'll see if I'm right. We'll compare. We'll compare. Now in about 10 minutes uh, we have Heads Up and when you win it, tickets to go see Jeff Dunham at the Back Theater. So that's coming up here and also coming up we have What's Trending. What do you have for us? On the way next Brittany, she drops some bombshells. Posty is ringing in the new year here in Vegas and now you can get her done in your Crocs. We'll explain coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. Britney Spears is trending this morning, and man, she is dropping some bombs in her new in her memoir that's coming up. The Woman in Me, People Magazine. They published the first excerpts from the book, and Britney revealed that when she and Justin Timberlake were together back in the early two thousand, she had an abortion after becoming pregnant with his baby. She wrote, "It was a surprise, but for me, it wasn't a." tragedy i love justin so much i always expected us to have a family together one day this would just be much earlier than i'd anticipated but justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy he said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives that we were way too young she also noted that to this day the experience of having that abortion has been one of the most agonizing things she's ever experienced in her life also in the book which is due out on october 24th she writes about her rise on Disney's Mickey Mouse Club, um, her iconic 2001 VMAs performance, the pain she endured throughout her conservatorship, and the the woman in me. It's already a number one bestseller, and it hasn't even been released yet. It shot to number one on Amazon's bestseller list, thanks to that big bombshell that was dropped yesterday. Um, and so she was really excited posting about it, that her book was already number one. It's going to be a, an interesting read, and um, I know we'll probably get into this later on, too. If I was reading on TMZ this morning with her, with Justin Timberlake's song, Cry Me a River, apparently about rumors of maybe her cheating, cheating going on, and then she released that song every time in response, and some people, a lot of people thought it was about her cheating or some kind of affair. Now, they say that song is about the abortion and what she went through. 
this morning I watched the video for that song with this new knowledge and it is heart-wrenching to watch. It's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, there's so many little things in there. You see it with different eyes, and you just have so much, so much, uh, just, uh, just sadness watching that video, knowing this right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, d- definitely, uh, definitely a different perspective. On yeah. That, uh, for sure. Um, also trending this morning is Post Malone. Uh, he is set to ring in the new year at Las Vegas' newest hotel and casino. Post is going to headline the two New Year's Eve weekend shows at the Fountain Blue, Las Vegas, the first artist to perform at the new resort. The shows are on Saturday, December 30th and December 31st, and they're going to be the first in Fountain Blue's 3,800-seat Blue Live Theater. Tickets are going to start at 150 bucks plus fees. They go on sale to the general public on friday at 10 a.m there is a live nation presale that's going to start um tomorrow at 10 a.m post malone said new year's eve is iconic in this city i'm excited to ring in 2024 as the first headliner of fountain blue las vegas so that's going to be just a huge huge show you've seen post malone live yeah, several times. I've seen him like um, I've seen him at a festival, a couple festivals, and then I saw him at um, where was that show? Weren't you there with me, Steph? Were you at the Post Malone show with us? Yeah, T-Mobile Arena. T-Mobile. Okay, I was like, where was that? <laughs> so many. What's, I mean, he. I, I envisioned him like bringing the energy and being real interactive with the crowd. Yeah, well, he um, stayed after the show when it was over, mm-hmm. and he just signed things for people and took pictures with people. And I mean, he's literally in the middle of a big arena. The house lights are on, and people are just down there, and he's just taking pictures with out. them, like the nicest guy. And yeah, he's just, I love when he dances. He's the cutest dancer. And so this is going to be a fun one. It's going to be a more intimate uh, setting with this smaller theater, but um, I'm excited for that. I don't know how easy it is going to be to get tickets to this one, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a lot of fun. And then finally this morning, Mater Crocs are trending. For those looking to get her done, the Pixar by Crocs Classic Clog Mater is now available. You can uh, get this new Croc. It's dark brown um, like Mater is. It's got like kind of a rugged color scheme with the blue and the uh, teal detailing on the soles, just like Mater has. Uh, Disney, Pixar, and Crocs, they've collaborated on a lot of things, including the Lightning McQueen Crocs clog. I don't know if you guys remember that one. It originally came in just children's sizes. They made these Lightning McQueen ones, and everyone was like, oh, these are so cute for kids. But so many adults were like, could you make these for us? So they made an adult version of it back in 2019. That style was so popular. It sold out within hours after the release, and it's been restocked a bunch of times. It's actually available still right now if you want to get your Lightning McQueen or your Mater Crocs, and that is what's trending. Coming up here in less than three minutes, we've got Heads Up, and when you win, you've got your tickets to go see Jeff Dunham. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for Heads Up. With Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Melissa, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, yes, I'm All ready. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready. We, we got this. You have three categories to choose from. Do you want to go with brush and floss, billion dollars, or department store? Uh, let's do brush and floss. Brush and floss it is. Okay, October is National Dental Hygiene Month. These are all things associated with your teeth, okay? All right. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, let's go with Mercedes. Okay. Melissa, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. 
You win, and you start now. You take this piece of string, and you use this. Yes. Um, this is what you put on the brush. It is like a... Yes. This is... Sometimes you have to get these removed because they're going to move all of your... Uh, teeth. What, what kind of teeth? The ones... Uh, baby teeth. No, way in the back, up inside. Oh, molars. No, molars. impacted. Like, they, they make you smart. Wisdom teeth. Yes. Um, this is what you do with mouthwash. Oh, Oh, swish. Um, no, in your throat. Gargle. Yes. This is um to straighten your teeth. You might get these on at the orthodontist. Yes. Um, if you have a, de- if your tooth is dead, you might have to get one of these. Crown. No, it, it, they they drill down. It's an, an oh, cavity. No. Um, let's pass though. Um, what okay. did you just say? If 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 you cavity. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just repeat the word you just said, Kevin. <laughs> yes, that's it. Congratulations. You got it, Melissa. Yay. Thank you. I'm so excited. Melissa, oh, my gosh. You crushed it. About 10 seconds to spare. And you now have tickets to go see Jeff Dunham. This is Sunday, November 12th at Back Theater at Planet Hollywood. Now, next hour, 740, we've got your tickets to go see Ed Sheeran. But coming up next, it's Wednesday. So we got two truths and one lie. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. You can. And bet on it. True story, no matter how odd it seems. One of us is lying. Can you tell who the liar is? It's not that easy. Some of these uh, are pretty tough, but we want to hear from you. Two truths and a lie is coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is time for two truths and one lie. Two of us are telling you the truth about something, and one of us is telling you a complete lie. Who is doing what? We want to hear from you. You can call us and let us know who you think the liar is at 702-364-9400. We all were pre-assigned our our truth or our lie, so are we ready to go? Let's do it. Okay. I am going to go first today, uh, and I skipped a grade in elementary school. I moved from one city to another, and when I went and tested, they said, you're not going to go into uh, first grade, you're going to go into second grade. So I skipped a grade in elementary school. Yeah. All right. Liar. No, kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Steph? My friend is featured in this month's edition of Vogue Philippines. Okay, JC. Interesting. We're We're going backwards this time. I like it. Uh, PBR is in town this weekend, and that made me think of this one. Wild Thing Mitch Williams was one of the biggest stars of the 1993 Philadelphia Phillies, and in 2003, I spent an evening with him at a PBR event in Philadelphia. Okay. Huh. Who is telling the truth, and who is lying? 702-364-9400. Again, I skipped a grade in elementary school. I went from first at my old school to second at my new school. Steph? My friend is featured in this month's edition of Vogue Philippines. In 2003, I spent an evening with Philadelphia Phillies star Wild Thing Mitch Williams at a PBR event. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? We want to hear from you now. Call us. Text us. Our number is 702-364-9400. It's Mix 94.1.
It is time for two truths and a lie. Two of us are telling you the truth about something. One of us is telling you a lie. Let's go around again and recap. Uh, I skipped a grade in elementary school. I went from first to second. Skipped the second semester of my first grade year. Uh, my friend is featured in the this month's edition of Vogue Philippines. Uh, wild thing, Mitch Williams, who was one of the biggest stars of the Phillies back in 1993. In 2003, I spent an evening with him at a PBR event in Philadelphia. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? Ashley, who do you think the liar is? Um, I think that it's Mercedes. You don't think I skipped a grade? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that? Oh, I, I think it's because I've been listening for a very long time. And I've never heard Mercedes say anything like that. Oh. And you're a very smart lady. I think you would have mentioned it once. Well, that, well thank you. Thank you for that. Rubbing uh, in our faces. I, I skipped I, the grade. I felt, yeah, I felt like I did mention that before. But maybe I didn't. Let's talk to Haley. Haley, good morning. Who do you think is lying? Stacy. Why do you think that? Good information. Too much information. Too much information. Oh, yeah. You were like very like at the PBR event at 6 p.m. You guys had the details. <laughs> Why did you have the details of my, my evening? Haley, good observation. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Let's talk to uh, Anna, Anna, or Anna Marie. Who is the liar and why do you think they're lying? I think it's Steph. Why do you think she's lying? Because she's too scripted. And oh. you seem very believable and so does JC because I'm a Phillies fan too. Oh. And I'm from Philly too, JC. Nice. Go Philly. Nice. Go, Go Philly. <laughs> yeah. We love Bryce. Thank you, Anna Marie. Let's talk to Stephanie. Stephanie is with her uh, son, Dakota. Good morning, guys. Who do you think's lying and why? Hello? Oh. Hello? Oh. Hi. Who do you guys think Hello. is lying and why? Um, We think you are Mercedes. She was very adamant that you did not skip a grade. Oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> was it a full grade or half a grade? It was like half a grade. I was in first grade when I when I transferred, and then I got there, and they were like, um, you were putting you in second grade. Okay. So that was basically it. All right. Let's do the big reveal. Truth teller number one. That's me. Truth teller number one. 2003 at a PBR event in Philly. Wild thing, Mitch Williams. So when I was doing radio in D.C. and the guy that I was doing radio with was the announcer for PBR. And it was in Philly. So we all went to the event and we had these VIP seats and, and there was Wild Thing, Mitch Williams. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I was texting my family last night. They're trying to find the photo. This was 2003. Yeah, so we need proof. We didn't have cell phones, <laughs> photos. So my dad's looking for the picture this morning. We believe you even if you don't have it. Thank you. <laughs> Call, uh, okay. Truth teller number two. It's me, my friend, ah. Logan. She is currently featured in the Vogue Philippines this month's edition for being a dancer from Chula Vista. She's been really, really awesome, and hopefully she goes to Paris for the Olympics. That's how good wow. she is for breakdancing. Wow. That's so, amazing. Yeah, look her up, Logan Edra. Steph's famous friends. That's, I know. You, do. you always have a famous friend. I love it. That's so cool. Um, yeah, I didn't, get, I didn't give a grade. They just put me back in first grade. Are you kidding me? It's a good lie, though. Yeah, it's a good lie. Know, I I didn't remember if I was telling the truth or lying this morning, so I had to get a recap and uh, figure out, okay, I got to think of something fast. But no, I did not skip a grade. I'm in, I was in the grade I was supposed to be in. Uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, hey, next hour, 740, those tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Okay, this is, uh, this is all being reported right now by the New York Post. So take it as you will. But they say if you couldn't get tickets for U2's residency at the Sphere here in Las Vegas, you have a second shot, according to this report. Um, they say that they're reporting that the um, band will add 12 concerts to the 25-show residency, which was originally set to end December 16th. I guess in their contract, it gave them the option to add shows. Meanwhile, they say um, that the Sphere is looking to book the Eagles for some shows. That has not been firmed up yet, but a lot of uh, rumors coming out of the Sphere, and it, it just looks like... That is going to be the the place to see a concert here. That's for sure. That U2 show is just absolutely amazing. I can't wait for you to see it, Mercedes. Just being inside there and just the way the sphere is set up and the... The visuals and the audio is just, it's so hard to put into words. And I don't, this is a surprise me because U2 is highly successful that they added more dates. What are other, I've heard Fish might be there. For Harry Styles might be there at the Sphere. Have you heard other names that might be uh, appearing just there? What you just said, yeah, that's that's all I've heard so far. There was uh, there was rumblings that a wrestling event might be there at some point. I heard that last week. I thought that was interesting to do like a live sports event there. Um, I could see it happening with the backdrop and everything, but it'd be interesting to see if they go that route with live like sporting events inside there. The question is, was the U two show so good that you stayed for the entire concert? No, we left early. We did leave oh, early. Yeah, it was a, I thought you. We finally got you to stay for an entire. And concert. I wanted to too. It was just the fact that it was a, it was a Thursday night. I had a super long day, a super long weekend after that too. So we left about uh, ten fifteen, closer to ten thirty. So we caught the majority. Oh, I of the thought show. you were going to say after ten or fifteen minutes. No, I was like, no, no, no. What? <laughs> show, show started at eight thirty. We're there for two hours. Oh, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's a decent amount of time. But yeah, that's. Uh, I, I definitely want to check it out. It looks. I, I. We've driven by it several times, and it's just. It looks amazing from the outside. I can't imagine how cool it looks from the inside during a show. So that is. Uh, that's going on this morning. Also this morning. We were talking about hitting the snooze button uh, earlier this morning, and hitting it actually has some benefits. We've all heard 
oh, it's terrible for you. It's it's messes with your sleep. Well, about 69% of people hit the snooze button, at least sometimes, according to the Journal of Sleep Research. So so what are the actual benefits? Well, as they say, it all depends on if you are a night owl or a morning lark. If you are a night owl, it can help you a lot. They say it actually um, helps to slap the snooze button because you wake up with better cognitive ability and less grogginess. The downside is you're still grumpy. They say that extra 10 minutes of sleep actually is a light sleep stage, and that's the key to the benefit. So you're you're a night owl. That means you're, when your alarm does go off, you're in a deeper sleep at that point than someone who's a morning lark. So hitting the snooze button can actually help you get out of that really deep sleep and into the lighter sleep so it's you're not so out of it when you actually get up. Do you do the alarm on the weekends? No, no. I wake up naturally natural? on the weekends. Yeah. Just like what, 6.30, 7 o'clock for you? Or? Um, I always open my eyes at 3.30 just automatically. They just open. And just to make sure, I'm like, okay, what day is it? Are we good? And then um, I'll probably fall asleep until about 5.30. And then I usually lay there like on my phone until about 6, 6.30. That's a nice easy weekend. Yeah, I just kind of do that. But it's a... I mean, like I was telling you earlier this morning, I hit the snooze button and I swear I it, I only hit it one time this morning. I swear it was one time. And all of a sudden I feel my husband, he's got his arm on my or his hand on my arm and he's like shaking me. And I'm like, what? He goes, are you OK? And I was like, yeah, why? He goes, look at the clock. And I looked and I had been sleeping for an additional 40 minutes. I don't know how many times I hit it. I don't remember hitting it at all, except for the one time. So I was running like, oh my gosh, I'm running, trying to get here on time this morning. And you did. You got here early. I know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's crazy. The thing is, so you're just there tapping the thing that I've been realizing. You're hitting that thing at least four times. That means I, I mean, how deep of a sleep do you have to be in if you don't even remember hitting it? I do remember the first time. I remember that. But after that, I remember. Nothing. It's, it's so at least crazy. four times you hit that I thing. Know. That's, I mean, man. That's concerning. <laughs> yes. and, he, and the whole time he's sitting there, like, how many more times are you going to hit this? Yeah, also, what's the limit for Matt? Like, okay, uh, enough yeah, already. Uh, get up, honey. Um, finally, this morning, there's a new health and wellness challenge that is created, they say, just for mothers. What do you guys think of If you're a mom, what do you think of this one? It's called 75 Mom, and it's a spinoff of the popular 75 Hard Challenge. But the mom version has been modified to fit the schedule of busy moms, and it, it includes housework. Oh, yay. Thank you for including <laughs> housework in my... You got to do housework. Okay. What well, the heck? What is this? So um, the 75 Heart Challenge is the one that will um, test your mental fit- toughness with a strict diet and exercising twice a day, along with some other rules for 75 days. Um, and if you miss any of them, you have to start at day one. So this 75 mom challenge was co-created by a fitness TikToker with busy moms in mind. She says the biggest difference between 75 mom and every other challenge they, they took out was the feeling of failing. So they say if a day wasn't perfect, you just have to know you did your best and start the fr- start fresh the next day. So I like that part of it to complete 75 mom women have to. Exercise for 45 minutes every day. Do 45 minutes of housework. Eh, I'm out. (laughs) Drink a gallon of water. Shower. Shower? Yeah. Hey, don't underestimate that. Man, when I had a newborn... 
There were days I'm like, when's the last time I showered? Um, read 10 pages of a book, stick to a healthy eating plan, and then do all of that for 75 days in a row. The overall goal, they say, of 75 Mom is to create healthy, sustainable habits that make us feel in control of our lives and proud of ourselves. She and the uh, other co-creators say that this challenge helps to set attainable goals for busy parents who feel too overwhelmed and have too many responsibilities. I did 75 hard. I tried it multiple times prior to the pandemic, and, and that's the thing that would get me. I would get three or four days in, and there'd be a hiccup, and you got to restart, and you try again, and I would just stop. I was able to do it during the pandemic because I was home all the time and had more time to do stuff like that. It is a hard thing to do. The gallon thing, gallon of water is in the regular 75 hard. 10 pages a day, you have to read of motivational pages. And then the diet, it's you, you can tweak the diet thing to whatever you want it to be to fit your lifestyle. And for me, it was simply as no sweets after dinner, no no desserts. That was my that was my diet plan for 75 days. And it's a sense of accomplishment once you get it. But I like this. You have a clean house after 75 days. My God, 45 minutes a day cleaning the house. You have a lot of you have a spotless house. Afterwards. Well, I just like I don't know. Maybe I, I'm the only one. But that just annoys me. Like clean. <laughs> well, it's, 70, it's the 75 mom. And, you know, moms, you got to do housework. How about getting your family to help you with housework so you don't have to do 45 minutes of housework? That's you know? how you do it. That, Come the, on. Your kids do 45 minutes. <laughs> housework while you spend 45 minutes on me that's how you do this should be the 75 mom yeah there's that's probably the 75 dad <laughs> <laughs> sit on the couch and drink a beer I'm for 45 kidding, minutes dads. i know you guys do a lot <laughs> now coming up at 7 40 those tickets to go see ed sheeran and then are you gonna share this thing that matt saw yeah speaking of uh dads uh my husband he uh he was working last week and he saw a date go horribly wrong. He was he was witness to it as it was happening, and he was like, I am so glad I'm not in the dating world because wait until you hear what happened. It was so sad. Um, and if you've ever been on a bad date, what was your what was your bad date or your day from hell? We'll talk about it coming up next. It's mixed 94.1. That's Jelly Roll. Need a favor. It's 7.05. It is Wednesday. And this actually happened uh, last Thursday. Have you ever been a part of or witnessed a date from hell? I feel so bad for this poor girl. If you were at the South Point last Thursday night, I guess it was, um, and you were on a date with a guy... My husband saw your date and he said it was awful and he says he's really sorry for what happened to you. Have you ever witnessed just a date that you could tell is going horribly wrong? I'm sure I have, but I'm so intrigued about this and what Matt saw at the South Point last Thursday. So it was there. They were having this um, blackjack tournament like for NASCAR being uh-huh. in town. And he was he was working. He was photo- he's uh, he's a photographer. So he's taking pictures. And he as he was setting up his gear, he noticed this guy and girl like kind of standing there watching and he could he could overhear them because they were talking pretty loud and he's like yeah i used to work here so I, at some point he worked at the south point um but they were having like that getting to know you conversation yeah i used to work here about four years ago and she's like nice and and they both had drinks in their hand um they appeared to be alcoholic um and and they're just kind of watching stuff so matt goes about his day and does his stuff and he sees them later and later and the girl does not have a drink in her hand anymore, but the guy has another one and another one. And his face is getting redder and redder Uh-oh. as the night is going on. And then he like, he can't help but notice cause he's talking so loud. Like even the blackjack players, like there were celebrity blackjack players and stuff 
kept looking up who's and he'd say stupid things like hit on like a 20 like come on you know and the guy's like oh my he was just way way overserved and so matt says after that i kind of lost track of them and he goes out nights over and as he's walking out he sees them walking in front of him and he's like I now he's concerned because he's like, I hope that guy's not driving because he's walking all slanted. The girl looks so annoyed. She's like kind of staying away from him and he wants to make sure that the girl is OK. So as he's packing up his gear, he sees them and the guy just loses it and hurls all over the parking lot. Oh, gosh. And the, he said that the girl goes, OK, that's it. And she just walked away. He's like, I don't know where she went. She left. But he he got so drunk and then it ended up throwing up in the parking lot at, at the South Point. Oh, it says so much about the guy. Just, oh, my gosh. I, I'm, I'm kind of happy it happened so she can see his character yeah. and not have to deal with this guy in future dates. But can anyone beat that? 702-364-9400. Your date got so wasted that on the way to the car, they just they got vomit. They got sick next to you. And would you ride it out like, oh, let me oh, hold on. Let me let me clean it up. Let me hold your hair back and get you in the car. And like, let's drive home. And I don't where they were going like if okay if she was the driver wouldn't she just go straight to her car she said okay i'm out and walked away oh uh, i i hope that guy was not planning to drive like that's really dangerous but yeah have you ever been on a date from hell maybe it wasn't a first date maybe it was uh you know a few dates in what happened 702-364-9400 um this text says i was at a casino down in laughlin one time the couple next to me, he was on the machine and she was standing next to him in a very quiet and calm voice. She was telling him, you're just mean. That's why nobody likes you. That's why you don't have any friends. You're mean. I don't think I want to be with you anymore. Once I realized what was going on, I was stunned. She was doing it in a nice, calm voice, at least. <laughs> Not screaming at yeah, him. delivering the news in a, uh, a soothing voice. We had some friends who had their anniversary recently, and I was talking to them about like the first time they met and their first date, and kind of a similar situation with the getting sick, but they went to dinner at a seafood restaurant, and then they went to go see a movie, and the girl got violently ill during the movie. She got food poisoning and just got violently ill. And it wasn't from drinking, so the guy was there to take care of her, and they worked through it. They got through the vomit. I think it's different if it's food poisoning versus if the girl would have been just hammered and got sick. Yeah, he was uh, obviously overserved. Chris, good morning. What was your date from hell? Good morning, guys. I uh, I took this date on a very, very expensive dinner, and this was probably $250 dinner between the two of us. Whoa. And she asked me how much money I made. And I don't mind that question personally, but when I told her how much money I made and she laughed at me and publicly, like, humiliated me at this nice restaurant for how much money I made, I packed up my leftovers and left. Oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, you say you don't mind. I would mind. Like, that's, I don't know. I feel like you got to save that question for... Much later in the relationship, not Enjoy the dating the phase. Get to know each other. Oh, Chris, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That is not cool. Oh, 7.40, those tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. It's Mix 94.1. Turn it up. We're getting you back to Vegas's best variety and Mercedes in the morning. Faster. Mix 94.1. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Go, take it. Oh, I... 
No, go ahead. What, what were you saying? I, mean, I was going to point out the Ed Sheeran tickets this hour. Oh, yeah. It's 7.40. 7.40, Ed Sheeran. And then it, we have a prize in the 9 o'clock hour today, too. I know. Dancing with the Stars is going on tour. They'll be here on Friday, March 22nd at the Pearl Concert Theater. And we got your tickets at 9.40. Yeah. We're loaded today. Man, make sure you keep it here. Uh, everybody's talking about this Britney Spears bombshell that was dropped yesterday, if you missed it. Um, People Magazine, they have the exclusive on it. They did her first cover in years. Um, and they... They let out some of the excerpts uh, as far as her tell-all memoir, and it's um. there's a lot going on there. First of all, it's already a number one bestseller. It hasn't even been released yet, but it's shot to number one on Amazon's bestseller list, and a lot of it, I think, is because of the Justin Timberlake bombshell. Um, they published some excerpts, and one of them was the fact that she had an abortion after becoming pregnant um, by him. Back in the early 2000s, she says it was a surprise, but for me, it wasn't a tragedy. She loved him so much, and he just said that they were too young. And a lot of people are going back um, and and just looking at little snippets and things that happened during that time. Like, wow, we had no idea. The I'll be honest. Now, this was before any of this came out. I've always just kind of been iffy on JT. I think he's very talented. But there's just something about the guy that, like, I never really liked. He always seemed a little snotty to me. And when they broke up, I remember, like, he was on some radio morning show. And the guy asked, like, did you ever, you know, do it with Britney Spears Mm -hmm. or whatever? And he's like... Yeah, and like I just, I just thought it was really he was like bragging tasteless. about it. Yeah, uh-huh. and then he was at some award show once, and he was they were given a, an award to Madonna, and he goes, "There's a lot of Madonna wannabes out there. I may have even dated one of them." And it's just like, why are you like that? Why do you have to get these little digs in everywhere? And then meanwhile, Britney is like going through this crisis, and I just meltdown. It's just really. I don't know. I didn't like the way he got these little digs in. When I saw this, you know, I, I, I honestly, I really, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I wasn't surprised because it was a bombshell, but I don't know. What does everyone think of this stuff? It's just, it, it's it's really sad. She's gone through a lot. And this is just an excerpt we're getting. Can you imagine I'm, what else we're going to get? Oh, the whole book. My gosh. And no, just, just to piggyback on the JT thing, there's some kind of vibe, too. If you go back in the way he handled the Janet Jackson Nipplegate thing. He didn't handle the best of ways. That thing could have been just handled completely different by him after the fact. And so that's another thing that kind of stuck out to me. But like the TMZ is reporting. She was the bad guy. Yeah. But he he ripped that off. Mm -hmm. But he he walked away with nothing. His fame rose after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was the one who was completely shunned. I don't understand that. What? Can someone explain that to me? It just, yeah. Like all these little things have always made me just kind of not loving him. And then TMZ has a whole thing on this. And so they talk about his song, Cry Me a River, that, that people believe was about Britney Spears cheating on him. And, uh, and that was a song about. And then Britney comes out with her follow-up song, Every Time, which I didn't pay that much attention to. That's one of my favorite Britney Is songs. I, I love that song. So then people say, though, that song was about Britney admitting to cheating and making some mistakes in the relationship. But then this story comes out. And you go back. And I watched the video this morning with this knowledge. 
it's heartbreaking. It changes your mindset when you watch that that the video and listen to the lyrics, knowing what happened between the two of them. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it it made me view it in a completely different way. And uh, if you haven't seen it, it's just at the very end. There's like a woman having a baby, and and all's el- well that ends well. She's holding a little baby, and it's just uh, hearing hearing it with this knowledge kind of gives you a a little bit different perspective but i just always loved this song the video is extremely sad and now it's even sadder knowing what we know here's a little bit of the song Like they're they're asking you, what, were you surprised that he put out Crimea River and had a, a Britney lookalike in it? She's like, I I was like I was kind of in shock. What is what does everyone think of this whole situation? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Steph, did you did you feel the same way or how did you feel when you saw this? It was tough for me because I'm a huge Justin Timberlake fan and a Britney Spears fan. And seeing that, it just made me really empathize with her because I cannot imagine going through that experience. And then the fame on top of it just doubled it. Um, And then kind of being, I feel like she was silenced for 20 years. I felt really sad for her. Um, I don't know how to feel about Justin Timberlake because we haven't really heard his side of the story. So I can't really speak on that. But I do feel a lot of sadness for her especially and everything that she's been through these past few decades. I just, oh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm really, really, really interested to see what else the book is going to see. Say, yeah. And, and there were, were, there were a lot of people saying that he was really concerned about this. Book. I'm sure he was. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he was. And this is like you said, this is just one little expert, uh, little chapter that came out about Justin Timberlake and the relationship. I'm sure there's gonna be more bombshells about the guy in the book. Yeah, probably. I just step as a JT fan and, and there's like, let's set the record straight. The guy is extremely talented. So I don't want to take anything away from that i just but did you like had you heard that interview where he was like yeah i hit that or whatever he said and and like the where he kind of made got these little digs at her did that affect like how you looked at him at all or did you did you look at it as just kind of like a playful joking vibe i actually did not know about that until you said that now so hearing these little things about him as a person uh, and as a fan of his music and his dancing, it's just, oh, man, I hope that that was just one thing he just did that maybe he looks back and regrets and is like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that or maybe I should have said something differently. It would be nice if maybe he and he doesn't owe the public anything. He doesn't have to do anything for us and explain anything to us. It would be nice if he reached out to her, though. Yeah. And and had a conversation and, and just I don't know. I, we don't know what went on between the two of them, but I, I think that. That would be really great if he had a conversation with her. Yeah, and don't do it for publicity either. Just, no. just reach yeah, out we on don't your need own, to know. have yeah. a conversation, and and set the things uh, set things straight with her. Let's do this instead of playing in sync. Let's play the Backstreet Boys right now. Oh man! <laughs> do you guys ever wonder if what you do is normal or if it's like completely abnormal? I was just in the bathroom. And one of our coworkers was in there and we both finished at the same time and we were both washing our hands. And I, when I wash my hands, I turn the water on, I get my hands wet and then I put soap on them and then I lather them up and rinse them. Mm-hmm. Our coworker just put soap on, then turned on the water and lathered underneath the water. But I was like, 
you're what you're rinsing all the soap off you haven't even lathered up uh-huh. I'm like no that's weird that you get your hands wet first i'm like that's normal that is I'm, I'm, normal I'm a or wet. nope normal or nope nope to the person that does the soap first uh, okay you, gotta, so you have to wet it first so then when the soap hits it you can start a lather rinse your hands before before you wash your hands that's normal right in my mind no, no steph normal or nope so I think that I'm a little bit of both. Really? Is that weird? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I go for the soap in my left hand first, and then I turn the water on, and I wet my right hand. Then you- so I then I lather, and then I, well, I guess I'm more like Mercedes now that I think about it. So that's, you are more normal than the whoever our coworker is. Oh, okay. Okay. Do we have like a game show, bet? I have an idea. Let's play normal or nope. Yes. Yeah, do you want to load one up here on this? Uh, I'm going to give you guys a bunch of uh, scenarios. Okay, you, you, tell, you tell us if it's normal or nope. Okay. Okay. Normal or nope. Do you tell your dog you'll be right back when you're leaving? Is that normal or, I do, or nope? I talk to Jax all the time. We have conversations. It's like Laura was out of town. I was having full-blown conversations with Jax. And he responds to me. So I'm going to say, hopefully I'm not the only one. That's normal. Normal. Steph? Oh, she's on the phone. Sorry, one sec. What was that? Uh, do you tell your dog you'll be back as soon as you're leaving? Oh, of course. I'm like, we'll be back, Momo. Stay home, you good boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Normal or nope? Do you When you lock your car, do you click the remote two or three times just to make sure it's locked? Absolutely. <laughs> I do it like a thousand times. My key fob died during the food drive, and it's because I hit my key thing a thousand times when I walk away from my car. Okay. Normal or nope? Do you guys have a favorite spoon in your home that you use for everything? Whether it's like a cooking spoon, it's like you're the one you go to all the time. That is your your go-to spoon. I don't have a spoon, but I have a spatula that I go to. We got three spatulas. I use the same one every time. I don't know about spoons. I agree with JC. I have a cooking utensil. That's my favorite for sure. Yes. Okay. Normal or nope? Wait. What are you on that one? Do you yeah. go to oh. spoon? Oh or? yeah. I have. I have my have big, my big like <laughs> ladle type spoon, and that's the one I go to every single time. And it's all burnt and like it's it's kind of rubbery, and so part of it has been like <laughs> disfigured because of the heat. And yeah. It, but yes. I love it. It's my favorite. Um, normal or nope? When grocery shopping. I never take the first item off the shelf. I always go to the ones behind it. With certain items I do, especially bread. You always go in the back, Go back, yeah. It's fresher. The one that's up front's been getting, like, the heat from the light. Everyone touches it. Yeah. The produce, for sure, especially the ones that get, like, the, the, what's the water that sprints out randomly? The mist, yeah. I don't like to get it too wet. I go to the one behind it. Do you? Um, I always go behind. Always. No matter what. Okay, this one's... Okay, this might be a nope for you guys. Normal or nope? Okay, if I'm eating, like, an animal-shaped snack, like goldfish or, like, one of those circus animal cookies, and I drop it, I will throw another one away so it's not lonely. Normal or nope? Nope on that one. What? <laughs> no! Again, if I drop a goldfish, I'm like, oh, poor goldfish going to the trash, so I throw another one away just so that goldfish is so not So he's got a goldfish friend <laughs> yes. in the trash room? Like, That's not normal? I don't I do not do that. I'm going to say it's not no. normal, but it's uh, nope on this side. That's just Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Okay, do you guys think this is a really great idea, or do you think this is going to make air travel absolutely miserable? 702-364-9400. United Airlines has announced that passengers with window seats will board first after pre-board business class and first class. So it's going to go your pre, your your first class, your, your business class, your pre-boards, and then your window seats. So they can all go in. Then after that, they're going to board those with middle or aisle seats. I, I'm assuming this is to speed up the boarding process, which if that, that's the case, I'm a huge fan of this. The, the way they're going to do it, I, they'll, they say they'll board before those with um, middle or aisle seats, um, as will those in exit ro- rows. The process is for some reason re- referred to as Wilma, window, middle, aisle. Because after the window seat holders, it's the middle seat uh, s- seat sitters who will board next, followed by those in the aisle seats. The final group allowed to board the plane will be those in basic economy, which um, doesn't really include a carry-on bag or anyone with a boarding group listed on their boarding pass. I I, I see the I see the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you go on Guardians of the Galaxy and they have you stand. Um, in certain lines and they're like, okay, line three. And then you three go in yours. It just makes getting on and off a lot easier. And that's going to save us time too. I'm a big fan of that. That I'm assuming too, though, if you're flying with a child or is it, what happens if you're flying with your spouse and she's got the window and you got the aisle, then you just board separately, I guess. Mm-hmm. Let the window go first. Let's you have kids. You can board together. Yeah. Like what if, if you have a kid, mm-hmm. they got to let you on yeah. with a kid. Um, I would assume, but um, it it wouldn't work unless you had assigned seats. Because if it's like Southwest, the free for all, like then you know that's just gonna turn messy. Like I I want to sit in a window, and then you get on first. Yeah, and then you're like, hey, I changed my mind. I want to sit in now. <laughs> Do you ever you know? have this anxiety with Southwest? And I like to sit up front to get off faster. But you get on the plane, and there's like an open seat, and you take it in front of Southwest, but all the overhead bins are taken. And you have to go back, like, and the, the flight attendants go, like, oh, I'll take it, I'll put it back here for you. And they go back, like, 10 rows. Like, ah. Oh. Because then once the plane lands, you got to go back 10 rows to try to get your luggage, which which is impossible. Yeah, that is frustrating because I'll see people who will just walk on and they'll put their bag in the first spot yeah. they see, even if they have to go back. And they do that because when they get off, they'll just grab it on their way out, which is, yeah, brilliant. But it really sucks if you are trying to put something above you i've i've gotten to my seat and there's no there's nothing mm-hmm. there i'm like where am i supposed to put this there is a lot of anxiety there and then the plane lands you try to quickly jump up and run back 10 rows so you can get your bag before everyone gets up yeah it's a whole process yeah um also this morning let's talk about uh grandparents okay what did you call your grandma like besides grandma what was like your your name for grandma uh my mom's side of the family it was grandma Grandma and my dad's side was Lita. 
Okay. There's um for some people becoming a grandparent is the most wonderful thing in the world, but being called grandma sometimes it bothers some people. So it seems that traditional names that make a lot of people feel old before their time implying that you know they're wearing orthopedic shoes now that they have grandchildren um, many are opting to go with alternate names and a new study has revealed what the most popular options are so the most common alternative names for grandmas in the u.s are Gigi at number one nana at number two mimi gran bb and momo I thought that was interesting. Momo for a grandma. Momo. That's my dog's name. <laughs> I know. Does anyone call their grandma Momo? Or what What do you call your grandma? Like, what's your name for grandma that's not grandma? 702-364-9400. My daughters call my mom Oma. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Oma. Oma. And, and, and uh, I don't know if my brother's kids call her Oma. I don't think they do. Um not really sure how we got that but it's uh yeah they all call her oma and then they called my dad emil um and that was because his name was emilio and they just called him emil for short which is kind of funny they never called him grandpa or grandma that's sweet how they come up with the names like that it's really sweet yeah my mom is uh for the grandkids is Mima. Mima. <laughs> she loves but i don't know it just seems like Mima like when you call in <laughs> Mima. That's cute. It sounds like, I don't know, like some country bumpkin. <laughs> hey, Meemaw. Hey, oh, Meemaw. Hey, Meemaw. My mom is a very hip grandmother. Did hey, you me- feed the chickens, Meemaw? <laughs> Meemaw. We are cleaning the pigs, Meemaw. <laughs> um, we'll tell you what the top names for grandpas are here in just a second, but let's talk to Krista. Krista, what's your grandma name that's not grandma? It's Emma. Oh, that's A M A. That almost sounds like Emma, which sounds like, ooh, your grandma, Emma. Emma, I like that one. That's yeah, good. She felt like she was too young to be a grandma. Yeah. So she there, wanted to go by Emma. There's like a stigma. Like, grandpa was like, don't call me grandma. Well, well you are. Uh, Amanda, what's your name for grandma that's not grandma? So my kids call my mom Lolly, and my dad is Papa. So together they're Lolly Papa. Oh, oh that's cute. why is that the cutest thing I've ever heard? Oh, I wish I would have stolen that from you. I love that. Uh, let's talk to uh, Lisa. Lisa, what's your name for Grandma? That's not Grandma. Well, my kids call my uh, mother. They call her Abita because they couldn't say Abuelita in Spanish. So it's stuck. <laughs> we used to do that for my great grandma. We called her Bita and we called him Bito. Abuelita and Abuelito. And uh, that was the only way we could say it. Bita Bito. <laughs> so um, for, oh, someone wants to talk to you about Mima. Mima. Uh, yeah. Who, who, yeah. Selena. Mima. Yes. My, my nieces and nephews. They, they call- all love to call her Mima. I just came out like naturally for my nephew that's two. And it just came out like he just started saying it himself. We didn't even address it. We just said, "Grandma, Grandma, Papa, Nana." Like this, almost like the original ones that you hear mostly. But all of a sudden, he started saying, "Mima." I think that's how it started with our family because our firstborn uh, granddaughter was my uh, my niece Sophie. No, Belle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Uh, yeah, and she, I think she said Mima. So she was the she was the first one. So everyone after that just called my mom Mima. The uh, the for grandfathers, the most used alternate um, names are Poppy, Pops, Poppy, Gpa, Grand Dude, and Papa. I love Gpa. What's up, Gpa? <laughs> 
It is 8.04. Yesterday, right around this time, we were getting ready to do uh, Try It Tuesday. And I'm telling you, I got so many comments yesterday on our Try It Tuesday where we had the Taylor Swift chai sugar cookies go up against the Mama Kelsey chocolate chip cookies. And uh, and Carrie from TSP Bakery, she made them. She used their actual recipes, brought them in. We did a taste test. And so many people were asking me about the cookies. How were they? Which was your favorite? Like, it was crazy. What has this, ins- what has this show inspired you to do? 702-364-9400. Because I was getting the same responses. And I love this. A, a friend of mine, her name is Jessica. And uh, she moved to Houston like 15 years ago. And she still listens to the show every single day. She streams the show through the Odyssey app. And uh, she sent me a note right after Try Tuesday saying, like, this was one of the best ones. I I love it. And then she sent me another message saying, I only got time to make one today. Which one do I do? So I said, because my favorite. They were both so good. But I told her to go with the uh, Mama Kelsey chocolate chip cookies. Those cookies were like a meal in itself. They were were a little too heavy They were real heavy. I just, I, I, they were delicious, but... It was just way too much going on for me um, on that one. And I like the the Taylor ones better. It was so funny because I was going around the office passing them out to people like um, who didn't get to try them. And it, it, like you could, it was so funny. You could totally tell where people stand on Taylor Swift based on the cookies. So I went up to one of our one of our coworkers and I go, do you want one of these cookies? And they're they're they obviously didn't hear the show. They're like, what are they for? And I go, well, this morning we did uh, Taylor versus Mama Kelsey um, taste test. And these are both their recipes. And she goes, oh, like obviously sick of Taylor Swift. She goes, which one's Taylor's? And I said, this one. And she goes, then I want the other oh, one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> My judgment. She went with the the Mama Kelsey one because she did not want to have Taylor's. We were all fair judgment just based on the taste of the cookie. I'm not. I mean, I think Taylor's awesome. My Mama Kelsey just. I just like that cookie better than the Taylor Swift. Yeah, it was so good. I I totally agree. I'm not taking anything away from Taylor Swift. No, but the way she she didn't care what the flavors were. She just wanted to know which one was not. It's not a competition. She's like, I'm just so tired about hearing about her and Travis Kelsey and. I go, why can't you be happy for her? She's finally found someone. Ah! Oh, and then she took the chocolate chip one. She's like, this is really good. <laughs> I love the gravelly voice, too, of a coworker. <laughs> she was so angry. <laughs> Did you see Lance Bass, uh, Monday Night Football game with the Chargers? Yeah. He held up a sign. He's on camera. He held up a sign that said, not Taylor Swift. Never mistook you for her. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have the yeah, Dallas. Didn't, didn't know. <laughs> Halloween is right around the corner. Do you have your costumes yet? Are you ready to go? Have you gotten your candy? And are you watching scary movies? I do not like scary movies. I I just am such a wimp. I cannot take them. I get freaked out. I think about them for days. But I saw this study that um, they did on, they actually observed people and the amount of stress that they get put under when they watch certain movies. Mm-hmm. And according to science, they have determined the three scariest movies of all time. I've heard of none of them. None of them. But it could be because I don't watch scary movies. So what do you, what do you think is the scariest movie of all time? And if you've heard of any one of these movies, can you verify? This is according to science. They actually did 
tests on people and they observed their heart rate and they observed their their brain waves and who was under the most amount of stress watching these movies. So what is it for you? 702-364-9400 is our number. Number three was a movie called Skinamarink. Have you ever heard of Skinamarink? Skinamarink. I have not. When did Skinamarink come out? Skinamarink. Uh, <laughs> and again, these this is science. Uh, it, it doesn't have the best amount of uh, like ratings, but it came out in 2022. It's a Canadian movie um, about two children who wake up in the middle of the night to find their father missing and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Skinamarink. Skinamarink. Has anyone seen Skinamarink? That's the number three scariest movie. Number two scariest movie is, and this was number one for the past two years, but it got bumped down. A movie called Host. It came out in 2020. Have you heard of Host? Looking it up right now. Uh Uh-uh. So this is the this is what they say that movie is about. Six friends accidentally invite the attention of a demonic p- presence during an online séance and begin noticing strange occurrences in their homes. Twenty twenty. Okay, I could see that being scary because it's it's something that could happen, and if there's little nuances and stuff. Um, reading about it happens during the pandemic is when they do this. So I could see how that could be scary. I haven't seen the movie though. Okay. I, like I said, I've never heard of any of these movies. And if I want to know if they're truly that scary, obviously the people that they did these uh, tests on, okay. The scariest movie of all time, according to science. And this was number two for a lot of years, but it just got bumped up to number one is a 2012 movie called Sinister. And Ethan Hawke is in that movie. Again, never heard of it, never saw it. Has anyone seen any three of these movies? And tell us, were they the scariest you've ever seen? 702-364-9400. Apparently, he's a true crime writer, and he's in a slump. He hasn't had a bestseller in, like, 10 years, so he's really desperate. And then he discovers the existence of one of those films that shows the death of like his family mm-hmm. and he solves tries to solve the mystery they say it's really really scary okay what's a scary movie for you 702-364-9400 there was a movie that came out oh within the past 10 years it's called backcountry and it was about these hikers in canada and i think it's loosely based on a true story anytime you get that it's kind of freaky but it's about, about them being attacked by a bear and they go hiking, and this guy has been hiking these back, this backcountry his entire life, and he takes his girlfriend there, and they pull him in the park, and the guy, the park ranger, is like, you need a map? And he's like, no, I know this backcountry. Like, I, I grew up here. No problem. And it's just very suspenseful because he's hiking, and all of a sudden, like, the, the girlfriend's like, do you know where we're going? He's like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And they think they get lost, and they're hiking for, like, eight hours, and they think they're making some headway, and they realize they've been going, like, in circles the entire time, and they're completely lost. And then enter the grizzly bear. And a grizzly bear is hungry and chasing after them. So trying to avoid this grizzly bear. And the guy ends up getting mauled by a grizzly bear. And it is, like, horrific. It is so intense. So stressful and so intense. It's called backcountry. You never want to go hiking again after you watch it. I've never heard of that. I Man, I am out of the loop when it comes to scary movies. Robert, have you seen any of these movies before? I've seen two of the three. I've seen uh, Skinner Rink and um, Sinister. Okay, so how were they? Were they scary in your opinion? Uh, so Skinamarink is like a, like a psychological thing. Uh, just like it says in the description, you wake up and there's no doors or windows. 
it's a lot of like um, waiting for something to happen. So it just really gets in your head. And Sinister is just straight horror. It's great. That that one is a great movie and a great horror movie. Oh, man. Like, I'm kind of intrigued, even though I hate yeah. <laughs> scary movies. Um, will you do Will you do a homework assignment for us? Will you watch the movie host and then give us your opinion on that one? 100%. Okay. On my I, way to go watch it now. Okay, nice, cool. Robert. Awesome. Thank give you. us a report back. I want to know your opinion. I trust it. Let's talk to Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. What's going on? Hi. I'm a mom of two young kids, and I watched just the trailer of Skinnamarink about a week ago, and it made me so scared. It is so weird and, like, on the edge of your seat trippy. Should we watch this trailer like live? Yeah. So, oh yeah, you got to watch the trailer. Let's 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 take a quick break and okay, come back and watch I'm it live. Scared. Okay, which we're I'm doing? scared of the trailer. We're doing the Skin of Marink trailer, just like Rebecca said. Do you want to come in the studio as we watch it together, or do you want to watch it start at the same time? I think we need to watch it together. I'm afraid too, because I'm afraid you're gonna like put your no, hand on me and like I'd, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> come here in the main studio. Steph will come here too. We'll all watch it together. Oh. Skin Marink is coming up next. <laughs> You ready to do this? Oh, man. According to science, the scariest movie of all time is a movie called Sinister. It just hit number one after being number two for the last two years. Uh, Number two was the reigning champion for two years called Host. And number three is a movie called Skinamarink. They tested how stressed out these movies made people while they were watching them. And those are the top three scariest movies Ever. Uh, we just to- talked to was Re- Rebecca, and she said that she... Was her, that her name, Rebecca? Yeah. yeah. She said that she watched the trailer of Skinner Marink, and that it freaked her right out, and she's only talking about the trailer. So we are going to attempt to watch the trailer now. What's going on? No, no. Steph's Steph, nervous. I haven't oh, pulled up. I got to pull up here on my laptop here so we all can see at the same time. Okay. So, so Mercedes, I'll come yeah, in there and, we thought and about, we'll uh, watch it together. Watch it together. We thought about uh, piping the audio through so everyone can hear. We're just not sure what's in the trailer. Right. So we'll have it on low in the background so we can hear it. The audience just Just can't. have the dumb button ready in yeah. case it pulls through. Okay. Okay, just for the record, like the you have it paused and it says shudder. I know. S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Oh, great. Okay, okay here we ready? go. Oh, gosh, yeah. How long is this trailer? 90 seconds. Okay. Okay. It's, whoa, oh, gosh. The voice is scary. There's a very creepy man's voice saying, in this house. Creepy footsteps. It looks like an old school movie. Scary house. Like a scare, a staircase. Oh God! Then. There's just a man walking in the middle of the night. It's super dark. Oh my God! Again, (laughs) repeating himself. There's like weird breathing. Oh, what's that? Doll? doll, Barbie doll. Oh, is that a girl? Yeah. Oh. Oh, when little kids are part of it, that freaks me right out. He just keeps repeating himself in in this house. I'm I'm scared. scared. I don't (laughs) wait for some some clown to come up behind me because JC is no longer doing that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Oh no. I don't like this. I'm going to have nightmares. The little boy's like looking around saying, Daddy. No! Oh, come upstairs! 
Is this skin and marine? That's it. That's it. That was so freaky. Oh my god! I'm out of here. No, but that was scary though. That was. Were you not scared? I just saw a guy walking outside. That's why he scared me. Come upstairs. He does look like Stephen Blues who's outside the radio station. It's now a twister. Now he's like, oh, I'm just scary blues. But that blues. was that was scary. That was that scary. Was I got really goosebumps creepy. watching that thing. Uh, and it just came out this year. It said in theaters 2023. Yeah, there's a thing that flashed up at the end. It said in theaters 1973, and then it's flashed in 2023. So I'm not sure if it's based in 1973. Because oh. the thing at the very end, once we got freaked out, it said 1973, then it flashed to 1923. I just have a weird feeling like someone's standing behind me. We all have to me, go like, back oh, to yeah, our okay, studios. Ah! No! Stop it! Mercedes is going back to her studio. Stop's mad at you. Leave her alone. Me? You did it first! Why am I the bad guy? Because first is okay, second is not okay. (laughs) We all need a breather. Everybody go watch that trailer. Tell us if you think it was creepy. That was creepy. I'm still... Look under your console. Uh... Look under your board. It's time for Heads Up. With Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Tony, you are caller 20. You ready to play heads up? Yes, I am. Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? We are doing great. Let's get you these tickets to see John Oliver and Seth Meyers at the Coliseum on New Year's Eve. You have your choice of three categories. Do you want to go with chiropractor, write it down, or college professor? Write it down. Write it down. National Day of Writing is this Friday. These are all things associated with writing, okay? Okay. Okay. Right. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Tony. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You win. And you start now. You write down on a sheet of? Paper. Yes. Um, you have to make sure your pen is filled with this. Otherwise, it won't write. Ink. Yes. Ink. Um, instead of writing, you might uh, use this. You might do this on a keyboard. You might what? Typing. Yes. This Type. is uh, back in the day, they would dip this in ink and write. It was like a a big uh, feather. And a feather. What, what, but the formal name was, um, let's, let's pass. Um, a bunch of sentences yeah. will form one of these. A paragraph. Yes. This is, um, oh, I have to write one of these on Shakespeare for my class. I have to write a what? A report. Uh, no, uh, report. I have to write an, um, uh, uh what do you say? An essay? Yes. Essay? Uh, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to write this. Dear mom, how are you? I miss you. I'm going to write her a what? A letter. Yes. Yes. Letter. Yes. 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 <laughs> Thank you. You got it, Tony. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Woo. Oh, that was close. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Tony, had about five seconds to spare. How cool is this? Your New Year's Eve plans are already set. Tickets to go see John Oliver and Seth Meyers. They will be here on New Year's Eve. This is happening at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. We got these tickets again tomorrow morning when you win heads up around 825. And then we just added a prize. So next hour, 940, Dancing with the Stars will be in Las Vegas in March. You'll be at the show. We got your tickets next hour. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. So X, which many of us still call Twitter, despite a rebranding earlier this year, is starting to roll out a new fee in some markets. Anyone that creates a new X account will have to pay a dollar a year 
in order to tweet, reply, quote, repost, like, and bookmark posts. Now, those who sign up for a premium account won't have to pay the extra dollar, and those who do neither will still be able to read posts and watch videos and follow other accounts. It's it's a not-a-bot plan, and it went into effect in New Zealand and the Philippines yesterday. Um, the Help Center page on X says the new fee will help the company evaluate a potentially uh, powerful message to help them combat bots and spammers on X. Existing users will not be affected by the change as it rolls out. While many were very critical of the announcement, saying they're going to leave X, others were more accepted, saying, heck, heck, I'd even pay for that. But there's a lot of change on that on that social media site. It's a dollar a year to post? Yeah. Well, I pay it. You would? would? You yeah, you'd pay it, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. I, I, I don't post that much. Do no, I? I guess I do. Yeah. But I, Reposting? I, I, like do I... people really care about my thoughts on uh, toast? That bad that I need to pay a dollar for them to see them. Yeah, but think about the other things we pay for that we don't use. You know, I know. I just I don't know this whole like if it wasn't broke, why don't fix it? And Elon came in and then oh, let's take away your check marks. You have to pay for this. And if you want to post this length of video, you gotta you gotta pay this. And it's just I get it. It's a business, but when everyone had the taste of how it was and loved it. And then he came in and revamped it. And it just, it's changed for me at least. But they go into your favorite restaurant, all of a sudden they're changing the menu items and like, Oh yeah, I used to get free refills. Now we're charging a dollar for your refills. Like why the restaurant was successful with free refills. But wait, so everyone that has a check Mark on X pays for it. Except for like some celebrities celebrities and stuff that they give them to. But yeah, everyone else, like I saw a friend of mine and I'm like, they had a check Mark. I was like, Oh, wow. Look at you. They felt the need to let everyone know it's them. Yeah. Well, and I know I get it. Like you want to verify who you are. It doesn't, I don't think it, people are trying to do it because they feel important, uh-huh. but I was like, oh, wow. Like you're, you're paying for the check mark so you can verify your identity. But it was one of those things where like, I, you know, I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm, I, you're not verified. Are you? I, I, yeah, I lost mine, but I have a screenshot of when I was verified and I pinned it at the top. Saying, see, look, I used to be verified. See, I used to be, I used to have a check mark. <laughs> Clocked it on 420-23. One time, long time ago. Um, also this morning, I, I just thinking about this is making my chest hurt. There's a new record for the world's hottest pepper. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> no. I don't know. Try to, no, they try don't even Tuesday, bring it up. No. Nope. It's a small yellow and green pepper called Pepper X. No, it has nothing to do with Twitter, which we were just talking about. Pepper X. If you're into this stuff, you've probably heard of it before on the show Hot Ones. It's the pepper in their last dab hot sauce. It's been the unofficial record holder for years, but Guinness finally just weighed in. Tests showed an average of 2.69 million Scoville units. The old record was a Carolina Reaper at 1.6 million. To put that in perspective, an average jalapeno is only three to eight thousand on the Scoville scale, and this is two point six nine million. So the guy who created them also made Carolina Reapers, so he broke his own record. He said it took over a decade of crossbreeding to create this. Um, his name's Ed Curry. If you're a fan of spice and think you could handle a Pepper X pepper, you're out of luck right now. You can't buy whole peppers yet or the seeds. To protect his profits, he doesn't want anyone else growing them. So it's not because they're too dangerous, although there's probably that too. Even a pepper eating specialist had a rough time when he tried one the other day. Besides Ed, he was the first person to ever eat a whole pepper. 
From now, for now, you can only buy Pepper X hot sauce. There are a bunch of flavors, but one called La- the Last Dab Experience is supposed to be the hottest one. But the trouble bubble gum that we did was 16 million Scoville units. Right. That's, but that's not a pepper. No. Yeah. But I'm just saying, though, and that, I mean, that just nearly killed us. I couldn't imagine doing this pepper. I, I don't see the thrill in this stuff anymore. It's not fun. It's Mm-mm. not fun. It was maybe it was maybe funny to listen to you the first time, but now it's like, mm, no, we're good. We're putting I, ourselves I, in physical each, pain. It, the one that did it for me, the trouble bubble was really bad. That, well, no, I think that was the worst one. But that chicken finger we had recently, oh my goodness, that was so hot. The Houston's uh, hot chicken place, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh... That was rough. But I think I had the worst after effects to the trouble bubble gum. Because we didn't know what we were getting into. No. We, didn't, we didn't think it'd be that bad. And like, no lie, not exaggerating. They had all of us on the floor. You were sprawled. Like you army crawled to a, like a, a couch so you can lie down for I a was, second. I was um, like not right stomach wise for like two or three days after mm. that. I had some major issues going on there. That video though, it's it's on YouTube and it is priceless to watch. It's, it's pretty, pretty funny, funny. because all three of our faces are like center <laughs> stage because we're going through this pain. Oh, all right. Finally this morning, if your name is Ryan... There is a party for you this weekend. Right Toberfest is an exclusive party that they have in the Williamsburg section of um, of New York every year for only guys named or ladies named Ryan. Over 150 namesakes from around the country will be attending the bash. Um, this guy named Ryan Rose started the the whole thing when he wanted to meet up with people that had the same name. So this Ryan meetup group was born. The first meetup was at uh, prox- uh, was at appropriately a place called Ryan McGuire's Bar and Grill, and now it's Rytoberfest. It's it's a good time to be a Ryan. I I love that they're doing this. There's a mat. There's a Matthew Empire Instagram page only dedicated to Matt's. There's a Rytoberfest only dedicated to Ryan's. We need to find out if there's more like special clubs that are dedicated to certain names. The Mercedes Club, which have a Steph Fest, which nothing but Stephs show up to the party. Yeah, Jorge Arama. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Jorge Arama, starring Jorge Fernandez. And all the other Jorge's. It is not fun when your pet is not feeling good. And sometimes they don't even have to feel good to make you bend over backwards to make sure that they're happy. And it sounds like you're kind of going through something right now. Yeah. What extremes do you go for or do you go to for your pet? 702-364-9400. Because Jax... He's got this um, little cyst on his uh, front left paw, and it's been there for for about a month or so. It's gotten bigger. It's gotten smaller. And so we, I took him to the vet over the weekend, and the vet, she gave us an antibiotic to put him on, uh, a small steroid to take care of it as well. And then she said, like, every other night, you need to soak his paw in Epsom salt for, like, three to five minutes. And then she's looking at his other paws and uh, realizes uh, Jax has a yeast infection in his other paws. She's like, there's a small little yeast infection in his back paws. So why don't you soak all his feet in Epsom salt every other night? I'm like, okay. And she says, what you do is draw a bath, a couple inches of water, and put a cup of Epsom salt in there, and then try to hold him in the tub. So Sunday night, Laura's out of town. I went upstairs to our bathtub, filled it up with some water, put a cup of Epsom salt in there, and I put him in there, and I'm just kind of holding him in place like, it's okay, Jax, it's okay. And at first he wanted to get out, and then he started to chill. I'm just kind of petting him as he sat, and he got his Epsom salt bath for five minutes on Sunday night. And then last night I went to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it a different way. I got two big Tupperware containers. 
filled one with the Epsom salt and the other one with just plain water and then soaked his two front paws in the Epsom salt, then took it out and rinsed it off in the other Tupperware container and did it with his back paws. And as I'm doing this, I'm like, man, I must really love you. Seriously. <laughs> I'm giving an Epsom salt bath. A nice evening soak. And, he just, and, and last night, he's just kind of standing there like, literally, like cool. He's, he's like enjoying it last night. He's like, all right, I'm down with this. I mean, it, you you got to help take care of them. It's like having a child. Mm-hmm. If they had an issue with their... I, I can't tell you the number of baths I had to throw them in for this or for that. Um, so I get it. You want to make sure that they're better and you know, get rid of the yeasties. And so uh, <laughs> we don't need a little yeasty boy here. So no. let's, let's get him get him all fixed up. I think that's probably like on the minimal scale of the things that people have done for their pets. Like what is the most outrageous thing you've done because you loved your pet so much. 702-364-9400. Don't you guys like make home-cooked meals for Momo, Steph? Or does James like make things and put little sprigs of parsley in like Momo's dish and stuff? We've honestly thought of it. We haven't yet because we don't want to spoil him too much with food where in case we run out and he's expecting that high-end food, he's not going to get it. So we've laid off on that. But what we do do is that he, every time he goes out, he always gets his paws wiped each time. And we wipe his butt and we wipe his wee-wee just in case. And he gets cleaned every single time to the point where he's so used to it. He'll sit on the ottoman. He waits. And then I'm like, okay, time to wipe your paws. Wipe your paws. I'm wiping his paws. And the way he sits when he gets his paws wiped, it's like he's a king on a throne. <laughs> like, yes, my my servants, my loyal servants. Where yeah. are my fans? Can you get my please? Can you give me this? And I swear to you, it's like he feels that way, like he's royalty in his own home. Why do, it's so funny with pets when they, they start to know a routine, too. It's crazy because in the morning, I always wipe Jax's eyes. And um, um, the first thing I do when I come down in the morning, I empty out the dishwasher, and then I add the water running, gets nice and warm, and then I just wet a paper towel and go, Jax, want your eyes wiped? He comes walking over, he sits and puts his, puts his like, extends his head. So I wipe his, I wipe his eyes, and then I, I wipe his back down with the wet towel, and yeah, they know, they know the routine. He's like, okay, wash my face, please. Thank you. When I wake up in the morning, I, I open the door, it's like 3.30 in the morning, and he immediately, he'll go on his back, because he knows I'm, the first thing I'm going to do is rub his belly. He's like, here you go, little lady. Take a scratch, if you will. <laughs> the life that these creatures have. God bless it. Dogs, man, they have a life. They're so great. They, they bring, deserve it. Bring us so much joy. <laughs> so much joy. My mom is doing something that's kind of concerning me. I know it's always best to be prepared, but I, it just, it's bothering me because she's talking about it a lot. And I, like, I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, she was just out here last week and we were having a conversation and she Whenever she comes to visit, she always asks about what I want from the house when she dies. My mom's young. She's Mm -hmm. healthy. Like, I just, and I'm always, I always tell her the same thing. I don't want anything. I just want the pictures. That's all I want. I want, she has some photo albums of like her when she was a young girl growing up in, in Hungary. And then of us when we're kids, I'm like, I just want the pictures. I don't want anything else. She's like. You know, like, I don't want the house. I don't want any of the furniture. I, she, I already got my dad's, um, car that he gave me when he passed. Um, I got a couple other things, but nothing, it doesn't matter to me. It just doesn't matter. 
And so she always asks, are you sure you don't want this? I'm going to give it to your brother if you don't want it. And I'm like, why are we talking about this? Like, it just, it upsets me so much. Do your parents ever have that conversation with you? We, we do. Um, it, it's more like a joking manner about it. You know, with, with, with they'll leave us in the will or cut me out of the will or leave me in the will. My dad had some, has some real estate and he recently sold one of the properties and I was really upset. Oh, because you wanted it. <laughs> I did. You're like, I don't care about you dying. I just want that. <laughs> and then no one told us. And he had, uh, we were at home for Christmas. And it was a, uh, a rental property he's had for ye- for decades. And since we were little kids, he bought this property. It's an investment property in town uh, where I'm from, a place called Doylestown. And since then, it's built up. And it's a really cool, like, artsy area. It's like the hotspot. And I made a comment over Christmas time, and my parents were like, oh, we sold it. I'm like, what? When? <laughs> you ain't consult me. Uh, and good for them, because, you know, they, they sold it, and they made some money on it. But, uh, yeah, I was very upset. <laughs> that was the thing that you had, that you was had it. on your list. My entire life. I, uh, I, I don't know why. Like, I just, like, don't, I don't like talking about it, and I know it's reality, and mm-hmm. I have to face it. I don't like talking about it. So... We we moved on, and then my daughter, she comes into my room later that night, and I could see her, like, she kind of has tears in her eyes. And I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, I was just talking to Oma about when she passes away, what does what do I want from your house? I'm like, what? Now she's doing it with you? I was like, oh, my gosh. So apparently they had this conversation about... This piece of jewelry is the first piece of jewelry my dad ever bought my mom. It was a a ring, a turquoise ring. And uh, she told her the story about how my dad took her to this like um, open market and there was someone selling jewelry and he told my mom, pick one. And she thought, man, I don't think this guy has a lot of money. So she tried to pick the one that she thought was the least expensive. It was this little like turquoise ring. And she still has that. So she's telling Brooklyn about it. And Brooklyn's like, I would really like that. And my mom says to her, as long as your mom or sister don't ask for it, or as long as your mom or your aunt, my Mm -hmm. sister, don't ask for it, you can have it. So she was like, oh, like, I really want this ring. I heard the story. So here's my question. Should I ask for it to guarantee Brooklyn will get it and make sure my sister doesn't ask for it? <laughs> or do I just like let things play out? Because now I'm like, well, she, it, it means so much to her. She really wants it. So should I ask for it? I never asked for anything, but now I'm going to ask, do I ask for this ring just to guarantee that my daughter gets it instead of my sister? You're like, just, you would get it. Like, yeah, uh uh-huh, I got it. And then hand it right down to to Brooklyn, or you'd keep it as if it's your own. So that when you pass, Brooklyn would get it through you, or you're going to get it and give it to Brooklyn to wear immediately. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want her to wear it, but, um, I, no, I would give it to her immediately. It was, It's basically me taking it now so I, my sister doesn't get her hands on it. Yeah, but what if your sister though, I, okay. I think you you have to be honest about it. And if your sister wants it, maybe she's had her eye on that the entire time. And if that's something your sister wants, you have to let your sister get it. And then your sister's got Why no do ki- I have to? Because, what if I want it? Well, be, do you want it for yourself or do you want it to pass it on does to someone matter? else? I want it does. It. I, it does. I just want it. Because when my grandmother died, my cousin took my grandmother's journals. And that was a sore subject because my mom really wanted those journals. And looking at this situation, I'm like, I think my mom, her only daughter, should have gotten those journals. But instead cousin kelly goes in there and she takes journals it was a whole thing so i think your sister should get that ring what if she doesn't she doesn't even know about it well then there's no worries then i know but what if through through the lot like the days it comes up she hears the story so if i ask for it now i've called dibs on it 
she can't have it, even if she hears about the story afterwards. But if your sister gets it, okay, she's got no kids, when um, they, they come to her sister and she, she moves on, then that, that's when Brooklyn would get it. How do I know that? I don't know that. Why, why are to? you so team my sister all of a sudden? Because I'm looking You're at... You're supposed to be my team. I, I am 100% your team. I've always got your back, except on this one. Because you, you, they're the firstborns. They're the first generation. So I you... want the ring. I'm going to get it for my daughter. I want it. She wants it. I want it. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. <laughs> You're going to stay here. So then you have to tell your mom... You know, okay, you know by that the turquoise ring that I had never heard that story of in my life? I want it. How'd you hear the story? I just died I, through the grapevine. I only told that story to Brooklyn. Huh? I want that ring. <laughs> Your mom's like, I made up that story for Brooklyn just to entertain her. <laughs> She's going to be so shocked because I literally tell her I don't want anything. And now all of a sudden I'm going to ask for the ring. I'm asking for it, though. I want my daughter to have that. That, I want her to have that. But then you, okay, if you ask for it, you have to keep it. You can't just hand it off to Brooklyn right away. You well, got to keep says it. Says who, JC? Says the rules. Says the, <laughs> says the guy that got mad because he lost his property because gas. Seriously, <laughs> I lost my retirement. <laughs> People like, what do you, what's your retirement plan? My dad's apartment complex. Not anymore. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. Okay, Britney Spears is trending this morning. The singer is dropping some bombshells in her upcoming memoir, The Woman in Me. People magazine they published the first excerpts from the book, and Britney revealed that when she and Justin Timberlake were together back in the early two thousands, she had an abortion after becoming pregnant. It, she wrote, it was a surprise, but for me, it wasn't a tragedy. I love Justin so much. I always expected us to have a family together one day. This would just be much earlier than I had anticipated, but Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives and that we were way too young. She also noted that to this day, the experience of undergoing that has just been one of the most agonizing things she's ever experienced in her life. Also, the book um, in the book, which is due out on October 24th, she writes about her rise on Disney's Mickey Mouse Club, her iconic 2001 BMA's performance, the pain she endured during her conservatorship. And she already has a bestseller on her hands. It is number one on Amazon's bestseller, uh, thanks to a lot of these excerpts that have been um, released. Uh, just, yeah, huge bombshell, just shocking stuff. That was just that little tidbit that was released. We talked about it a lot earlier. I think there's going to be more about Justin Timberlake that comes out. And we talked about just the way he treated her during that relationship. And I kind of went down the rabbit hole of videos of show how through the years, Justin, like low key, is always shaming Britney Spears in one way or another. Yeah, he's uh, it, there's a lot of instances and it, it just um, it's kind of it, it kind of was ugly at the time. But now I think na it's it's even worse just knowing what she was going through and with the, these revelations. So, so it, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what else is released when this comes out. I think a lot of people are going to be checking out this book. Also trending this morning is Post Malone. He's set to ring in the new year at Las Vegas's newest hotel and casino. Posty is going to be performing New Year's Eve weekend at the Fountain Blue Las Vegas. Now they always say congratulations. He's the first artist that will perform at the new resort. The shows happen on on Saturday, December 30th, and Sunday, December 31st. 
and they're going to be the first shows um, in the Fountain Blues 3,800-seat Blue Live Theater. Tickets start at 150 bucks plus fees. They go on sale to the general public on Friday at 10 a.m., but the Live Nation presale, that's beginning um, tomorrow at 10 a.m., Post Malone said, New Year's Eve is iconic in the city, and I'm excited to ring in 2024 as the first headliner of Fountain Blue Las Vegas. If you can score a Post Malone ticket for New Year's Eve on the Strip at 150 bucks, yeah, 150 is not cheap, but New Year's Eve for Post Malone, that seems doable. That's cheap for uh, for a ticket these days, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just ticket. the price of tickets is so ridiculous. It's so frustrating because there's so many shows that like, I want to see. And if you don't get in on that first round... Forget it. You're paying so much more. My friends went to see you too. So there's not a bad seat in the house when it comes to the sphere, but there's the 400 level. It's the, the higher level, and it's still not a bad seat because the way it's set up. But they had two tickets. So you're, it, it's uh, scale price is the cheaper side of the tickets, the 400 level. They were $1,600. Oh for my two, gosh. For two tickets. That is crazy. That's nuts. Uh, yeah. That's it's your just, rent payment. It's out of control. And then finally this morning, Mater Crocs are trending. If you're looking to get her done, the Pixar by Crocs Classic Clog Mater is available. These just came out. They made the Lightning McQueen uh, Croc not too long ago. They started out just for kids and then they became so popular they made them in adult sizes. They kept selling out. Well, now they have a Mater one. It looks just like Mater. It's it's brown, dark brown. It's got the his color scheme. He's got the blue and te- uh, teal detailing on the show on the soles. You can get them on the Crocs website um, while they last and that is what's trending. It was just announced dancing with the Stars is coming to Las Vegas in March over at the Pearl Concert Theater. And we've got your tickets coming up in five minutes. It's 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back tomorrow for a Thursday. So uh, excited. We've got so many great prizes to give away, including more of those tickets for you to see John Oliver and Seth Meyers. They're going to be over at the Coliseum on New Year's Eve. We will have your tickets in the 8 o'clock hour with Heads Up. Right now, it's time for us to go. J-Love is up next, but first, the line of the day. So on the show, we watched the trailer for the horror movie Skinamarink. It was freaky. But actually, in the chaos of our on-air reactions, we missed some twisted elements. I need to play the part we missed. I went back and listened to it. This is 20 seconds long. Take a listen to this. In this house. In this house. We play three doors down. There's nothing you can make me. No. Absolutely. Freaky. It's one of the scariest movies of all time. (laughs) That was funny. That'll do it for show number 1940 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 